0: Welcome to the Gibbters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to christopherkai.com. Our guest today is Maria Ibrahim. She's the founder of Eat Cleaner, author as well as podcast host Maria. Welcome to our podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Christopher.
0: So let's dive right in. You have a photo of Eat cleaner, join the cleaner plate club where you have all these photos of vegetables. Now, were you always passionate about eating clean and eating healthy?
1: You know, I've, uh, I, I guess you could say I always have in some way, shape, or form. I just didn't really understand the impact of nutrition until I started studying it back when I was in my early 20s. And what it did to change my life is just so demonstratable that I just had to share that with people in a way that they could adopt you know one bite at a time in their own lifestyles
0: let's talk about that demonstratable because frankly many of us know that eating healthy is great but I want to know for you and not even because a lot of people go into diets and whatnot or they try to get into to certain fitness routines but for you what was demonstratable about the massive difference when you started eating more clean when you're in your 20s
1: yeah. And I think you know, there's, a lot of, um, there's a lot of confusion around what eating healthy really means and what diet to follow. I mean, do you follow paleo, keto? Or should you be vegan or should you be pescatarian? You know, there's just a lot of confusion out there and a lot of choices. And what I found is you don't really have to cut out any particular food group if you want to be healthy, if you want to thrive. And thriving is really how I see it as the best possible version of you. What gives you the equipment, so to speak, the fuel and energy you need to be the best possible version of what you can be. And, um, and when I started applying true nutrition to my everyday eating habits, I saw my energy change. I saw my ability to handle difficult tasks change. I, th- I saw my ability to handle stress change. You know, I went from being somebody who was often very sickly to somebody, knock on wood, who was very healthy, didn't get colds. And, you know, I'm 51 this year. I barely have any gray hair. I still have my muscle mass. You know, I think as we age, it's really important to keep those um, practices happening in order to reverse the clock.
0: And do you feel it was like very apparent very quickly? Was it within a week or a month or a few months? Because a lot of times people might be eating healthy they don't really see the results. But in your case, do you feel that it was, it was quite immediate?
1: I don't think so. No. I mean, when I look back, I think it was probably a period of at least a month of starting to adopt the lifestyle that I started to see things. I mean, I think it's, it's different for everybody, but when you are detoxing, when you're changing your eating habits and you're starting to eat better, at first you kind of feel worse before you feel better. And that's your body's just natural tendency to get rid of the, the buildup in your body, the toxins that have made their homes in your organs and uh, in your you know, in your nervous system even. So that detoxification process takes at least 10 to 14 days. And then I would say week three is when the real shift happens. You start to see your energy rebound. You start to see yourself sleeping better. You start to even see it in your skin and your eyes. And I would say by the end of the first month, you can really see significant change happening.
0: Interesting. And what do you feel, because I always want this to make this podcast as practical as possible. Not everyone maybe wants to dramatically change their lives and they want to just, Take small baby steps, right? So, what what is something that we can all do each day to just eat healthier, whether drinking certain things or eating certain things? Because what I am not a big fan of when I look at all these eating trends, it's like when you look at the East, there's like Eastern culture and there's Eastern thought, whether meditation and with meditation, for instance, like that's been around for thousands of years, or yoga. And mm-hmm. then with with the Western world, how they work, it's like it's just cool to have the paleo diet or it's just it's, again, it just sounds great from a marketing standpoint. I'm a marketer. I'm a business guy, right? So I, I get it. But I'm just, I don't know how people start. So rather than saying, oh, you do this and that, it's like, what, what's some basic things where we can all do each day to eat healthier?
1: Yeah. And I think that's really valid because everybody kind of comes at it with their point of view. I always, um, I have a few really easy baby steps. I think the, the number one thing is for people to eat more greens. And there's a lot of different reasons for that. Number one is it changes your palate. It reconditions your taste buds to crave differently. When you eat bitter foods, which greens are, then you start to cut the cravings of sugar and intense salt. So changing your taste buds is really the first path to to changing what you enjoy eating. And greens are the most nutrient-dense foods on the planet, meaning you get the biggest bang for your calorie buck, um, filled with phyto and micronutrients that help you to fight disease, build your immunity, help you feel satiated, help you reprogram your brain to crave differently. I mean, there are just so many benefits. And uh, part of the reason that I also, you know, am promoting the idea of eating more vegetables and non-starchy vegetables in particular, is that, you know, we tend to lean towards eating just fast food, convenience food. And when you focus more on nutrition, you really are feeding your cells at a different level. You have to remember that food is information. It's not just a calorie. Calories can be burned off, but information is something your body takes in and it's, it becomes part of you, becomes part of your DNA at that point. And so when you eat more nutrient dense foods, you really help to take care of your own DNA and imagine If you haven't had children yet, you are actually programming the DNA of your future generations with every bite you take.
0: Yeah, now that's kind of scary in that I'm not a parent, but I I remember I had a, I do a lot of mentoring and whatnot, but I remember I had one client, he owned many, many Papa John chains of restaurants and he was negotiating with school systems because apparently school systems allow, not just Papa John's, but McDonald's into their cafeterias. And I was shocked because, they're fast food and yet they've mm. someone in the government made it so that pizza is considered vegetable so therefore that's part of the food yes. group. So that's just ridiculous when i when i when i heard about that again here's my client but i was just a bit shocked that that's happening so when you say non-starchy vegetables what does that mean
1: like i non, mean
0: potatoes or
1: yeah things like spinach and broccoli and zucchini and um you know any leafy green really celery i mean the list goes on and on i talk about them in great detail in my book uh eat like you give a fork the real dish on eating to thrive and i call it the all you can eat buffet you know because a lot of people think well i'm going to be hungry well i challenge you to eat a pound of broccoli and be hungry (laughs) (laughs) you know there's just no way um so filling up on the produce is important but then Number two is really making sure you're getting your essential amino acids, and that is your protein. And they're called essential for a reason. You need them every single day in order to regulate your hormones, in order to build muscle mass, in order to to burn fat, in order to sleep, in order to have a sex drive. I mean, we need protein so much, and we need it every day. So making sure that you're getting a good amount of protein, and that depends on your weight and your sex. You know, For a guy, I recommend at least a gram of protein per pound that you weigh. Um, if you're trying to gain weight or trying to gain muscle mass, you might want to increase that to one and a half grams or even two grams. Same for women. Um, but it's, it's really important that we get those essential amino acids, and that can come from plant-based sources or Animal, animal sources. Either one.
0: So you're for both eating meat as well as plant-based diets.
1: Yeah, and I think you know I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna take the the fifth on on which one uh, you should be doing because I think it's a very personal uh, position for people. If you have an um, ethical or moral view towards animals and not eating them, that is certainly up to you. And even if you're an omnivore, I still recommend that you eat more plant-based foods because it's better for your health and it's better for the environment. But it doesn't mean that you have to go cold turkey, no pun intended. Um, you can still have sustainable meat sources and do it in a, a way that will feed your body to the core.
0: Yeah, that's great. Maria, how can our guests stay in touch with you and learn about you, your services, as well as your book?
1: Yeah, um, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Eat Cleaner. That's where we hang out the most. Um, we have a whole library of videos on YouTube at Eat Cleaner. And then, of course, on our website at eatcleaner.com. And you can even text Fit Foodie, <laughs> that's F-I-T-F-O-O-D-I-E, to 22828. And you'll get a free 14-day clean eating reset with lots of great information that you can use to help you get back on track.
0: Nice, Maria. Thanks again for your time. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.